Here we go. Welcome, 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 welcome to the comic. Comic. Welcome back to another episode of the Comic Zone Presents Dragon These Balls. It is a new anime we are covering today for the channel. It is called Trigun. Um, don't see any harm in that. Kurt Cobain tried a gun, and well, we won't go there, but actually. I so, swear I don't have a gun. Uh, yeah, he lied. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he was a liar. He, he totally did lie. Did. He had one. He lied the whole time. He was lying. Hey, Silly. Hey, Vince, what, what color were Kurt Cobain's eyes? Blue. Why? One blue left and one blue right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Chelsea's giving us a death stare. Yep. It was Courtney Love, that bitch, I know. That bitch done killed him. <laughs> you think so? Uh, Yeah. Maybe yeah, not yeah. by her own hand, but she hired Dude, somebody. he wanted to he die. He totally could have done it himself, though. You agree, though? No. Right? He could have. Even no. if he didn't know her, he'd it's still been dead within six months. Um, there's a documentary called Soaked in Bleach um, that was put together like with the personal investigator that she hired to find Kurt, and he ended up turning on Courtney because he thought she was full of shit. Um, allegedly, there would have been... So Kurt shot up some heroin, obviously, before he pulled the trigger. Just a little bit. Just only 10 Just cc's. But it was it was enough, though. <laughs> it wouldn't have OD'd him, but it would have incapacitated him to where he would have been so out of it, he couldn't have pulled the trigger or done it with his toes of his shoes like they said he did. The gun was too long. Yeah, I think it said on there something like uh, your average like heavy heroin user does three to four cc's in a shot. So 10 is like three times the amount. He wouldn't have even been coherent enough to... He did a 12-gauge shot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Although I'm not uh, sure what the actual shot of the shotgun would have been insofar did he use buckshot, you know, seven and a half shot. Who knows? Deer slug. <laughs> that might even be worse, to be honest. But. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Anyway, so yeah, like we said, we're talking about Trigun. It was a, it was a model 1120 gauge. No. Remington model. But what gauge. was the shot of the shell? Because you have different sizes of shot for the shot shell, anything from double lot up. Well, I the don't BB know. Size. I mean, yeah. I know it's dark because we were talking about Kurt Cobain, but I think it's cool we opened up Trigun with talking about guns. <laughs> I mean, the subject material is a little dark, but... I mean, what did, was your... what? Guns are my religion, man. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, was your first impress- impression of Trigun, Chelsea? So, <clears throat> I, I don't know. I'm going to keep watching it. Um, I, You know, it's... I feel like it's short enough, you know, I'm already a quarter of the way through it, so I want to finish it. But my issue with it has been that these, we only got the first five episodes watched for right now. Um, And I don't hate it, but I don't like it either because the entire time, every episode has been the same. We have some baddies shooting up around a saloon in some western town that's struggling everybody's looking for vash you know he shows up saves the day with his little insurance gals and then we're just on to the next one we haven't gotten 
any sort of plot or what the point is aside from everybody wants to hunt him for that money. That's all we got. We don't know really the sixty billion we double dollars. Yeah, yeah, and I mean I know that obviously they call him like the typhoon or whatever human and typhoon. the humanoid right the humanoid typhoon and so i but we still don't really know necessarily i think why he has such a reputation that he does i want to know that there was a part when he was fighting what were well, they called that, those episodes are why like if you it's been happening to him before this yeah like you just jump in in the middle of it so right he, he gets attacked and the people attacking him destroy these towns that's true yeah and then, he doesn't and he Seems to walk out with, and it looks like he's the only one leaving, so it looks like he did it. Yeah, but I will say that I know you don't, um, you won't find out till later, but I mean, like, there's a reason why, like, people shoot hundreds of rounds at him and nothing touches him, and you'll find out why. Well, and And I'm assuming so, you know, but it's, even when he was fighting, what, what do they call him, like, the Nebraska men or whatever? Yeah. Um... You know, when he was fighting them, even, you know, there was one point where he said, like, he whispered, like, Ren to himself, that name. And then the little short dude that was riding and the big guy said something along the lines of, you know, like, somebody like you has, like, gone through so much shit or whatever. So I, he probably had a girlfriend or a lover that died or some stupid crap like that, you know. And it's, I. No. Okay, that's fine. I'm just no, yeah. Right now, it it's just hard because it's not really holding any interest for me because it's all been the same well, shit. So I'll say like as far as it goes for a slow burn, like because I know this, it, it is a little bit of a slow burn, kind of like Steins Gate. But I would say what makes Steins Gate a little bit better, just compared to Trigun, is there is a lot of things happening that you can tell. Um, you can tell is. You know, like things are going on. Like you, you know, there is some progression. That is you may true. Not know I what. was shocked as shit when that Meryl Strife bitch lifted up her coat with all the guns in it. I was like, but, oh, finally, something but, interesting. But, <laughs> but I mean, like there, and I know there are like subtle things happening with Trigun, but it's just not to the extent of like Steins Gate. Well, but you got to keep in mind, Trigun came out at the beginning of 1998, and before that, what anime? like were epic like that before that point you had some Gundam stuff in the 80s but really that was what cartoons were back then was just like Scooby-Doo and shit episodic comedic shit where you have the same trope over and over again and Trigun was one of the first anime to take that formula and then build it. Add and an tr- overarching story to it. Yeah, well, and, that's and what to completely I want. change it. I want to know where our plot is going. You know what I mean? And like, I don't need to have necessarily, you know, anything huge or like a big giveaway. But I'm like, they just haven't really given me well, look at anything in the episodes quite they yet. Are, they are, though. So they you, are, yeah. You, if you look at the way he is mm-hmm. and like... The why he's got the sixty billion do- double dollar fucking are people like commenting th- how weird his gun is? All the things yeah. are linked to what the over- is it going like- to kind of be like Steins Gate, where once you come full circle, yeah. it'll kind oh, of yeah, yeah. and that's kind of what I'm assuming with this too, which is why like I'm going to keep watching it and giving it a chance. I will finish the whole thing. It's not that I'm saying I won't. It's just I'm very neutral about it right so now. It's just it, meh for me. Is it clear to you though that he is much more than he seems like the way Oh, he, yeah, of course. I mean, like he, the way he never gets hit, but he he just seems to fumble around and but he's doing He he seems like he's an show. idiot. Yeah, it's he's It's all a show. He could really just 
Like he has the to not even give anything away. I would say yeah, do not ruin anything. For I, but me, I mean, this isn't really saying how. But if he wanted to walk into that town and kill every person there without li- like hardly lifting a finger, he could. And I do assume that honestly. I know that there's definitely, obviously, there's way more to him than meets the eye than what we've seen because of his reputation. And I get that. I very much get that. I know. Yes, they've made lots of comments about his gun, so I do wonder mm-hmm. about that. Um. You know, and just like I said, you know, this reputation that he has, I I just want them to give us just a it, little well, bit more. There. It'll get there. Oh, yeah. And like, yeah, it'll get there. Well, I thought it was funny when I was rewatching the first episode, you know, when Meryl, like those dudes, they walk in the saloon and those guys, those dudes start giving them a hard time. Yeah. And like her uh, minigun just like falls out of her jacket and like. <laughs> they're like, what in the fuck? And then she just casually picks it up and throws it over their shoulder. And they're like, oh, fuck. And then get the fuck out of there. Like, I love that part with her because the girls, they almost seem, especially the tall one, uh, Millie. She seems very um, like demure and, you know, almost I'd say kind of a little bit like shy, maybe a little introverted. Like, like launch and fucking Dragon Ball. And, uh, and, and so I love when she shoots people with that giant ass gun of hers, because you you don't expect it, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, when Meryl, when um, all those derringers, when she just opens up her like cape oh. and has all of the um the guns inside, I was like, oh shit! So I was like, there's more to these insurance girls than meets the eye too, and I think the the Mer- you guys, I think the short haired th- one's falling in love with uh, Vash. Well, have you seen the priest yet? No. Okay. No, yeah. Wolfwood doesn't The show last up yet. episode that we watched was the one with the big, the Nebraska t- guys. The Nebraska or- also, um, yeah, the Nebraska family. That was the last one that we saw. Talking about the uniqueness of Vash's gun, have you guys noticed how, uh, so you know, on a typical revolver, right? You got the cylinder and the barrels at the top so that the um, cylinder that's at the 12 o'clock position is the one that fires. Right. Look at where his barrel is. His is a six cl- uh, o'clock position revolver. No, I noticed that that his barrel yeah, was on I the bottom. That too. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I did notice so, that because I thought it was weird. I thought that was yeah, weird. and and you will know why. Like there is an in-universe explanation as to why. Well, and that's what I'm I'm looking forward to is finally getting some some backstory too because yeah, like we said, it is it's kind of like Steins Gate where you just get thrown in the middle. You know, of a situation, and whereas... That, that's by design again. Exactly. Yep. And I felt like... I guess I felt like with Steinsgate, um, we were getting just a little bit more to the plot with the episodes, which is where I'm, you know, I'm kind of struggling with watching this one. The Cowboy Bebop is the same way. Yep, same way. And I was going to say, I don't actually... I would actually say... I don't know if this, you're getting more with Steinsgate or it's just that Steinsgate is covering more ground because Trigun is actually pretty tight, well-contained story. It's just that it's not trying to do as much. That's as true. And Steinsgate is, I mean, they're doing a lot in like yeah, 25 it, episodes. They're they are throwing a ton of shit at you. Well, and I'll say one thing, though. I got to say, this is probably my most favorite anime like music intro. I love the intro music. Dude, it is really baller, good. baller, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's just like heavy metal, just wham, wham, wham. Know. You know another really show like we it. should do that reminds me of Trigun? Have you ever seen Desert Punk? Mm, I uh, rings a bell actually. I fucking great show. And it's another one that's like this where you, it seems to be, just like random, kind of just episodic. Oh, 
I, I, they almost look like they could be in the same universe. I very much recognize it for sure. Oh yeah, I know that one. It's a great, I've, I've watched that one. It's a great show, and by the end, at the ending, you won't expect it at all. Well, and you know, I, is that another kind of short one? Mm-hmm. And you know, I honestly, I almost like I love Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super. Like, don't get me wrong, but I almost, when it comes to anime, for me personally, um, it, it's hard for me to invest. Uh, like, I have to really be into it to invest my time. Like Dragon Ball Z. I, mm-hmm. you, that's a lot of time you're investing into it. So, I very much enjoy when you get these shorter ones. Like Trigun, Steins Gate, Death Parade, mm-hmm. Elfin Lead. Like, these shorter ones that can have a, a very impactful story to them. But they don't... You don't have to waste your whole life watching it. Well, yeah, yeah, because I mean, I'm the type of person that I I like to consume a lot of media. You know, whether it's music the most or different TV shows or movies. And so it's hard for me if a show has, you know, gone on that long. Like, what is is it One Piece? That's the, like, thousand episodes. or like I. Bleach, I did start watching at one point, and then, and I had liked it, but once I found out how many episodes it was, I was just like, I, I don't want to invest. Yeah, I don't have time for this. And I don't, yeah. and I, you know, I'll be honest, animes are probably kind of lower when it comes to, like, type of TV shows, or, like, you know, format that I like. You know, animes were never my most favorite thing until I watched Steins Gate. And then started branching out further, so I'm definitely picky on them as well, and it's got to be something that really grips me and keeps me interested, but I do like these shorter ones, though. I very much enjoy those. I think you'll like uh, Desert Punk. It's really funny. It's a lot... It's very similar to Trigun, but... A lot more recent. It's it's, uh, way funnier, though. I think Trigun is funny. It's like slapsticky. Mm. It is. My favorite thing about it is all the cute little, like, chibi faces that Vash oh, yeah. gets all the time. Like, yeah. I love the part where he's, like, inchworming, like, across oh, yeah. the dirt and his face is all, like... Mm. <laughs> yeah. One thing I will say that I do think should be highlighted when we analyze Trigun, especially if we're going to compare it to something like Steins Gate, which came out, um, what? Later, later, In 2011 or 15? 2011. And it yeah. was 2015 when Zero came out? 18. Fuck. Okay. So anyway, over a decade. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So what were the anime? So think about it. What was the most common type of anime that was out when Dragon? Like the shonen type sh- stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, basically, Dragon Ball Z, Yu Hakusho, and Hunter x Hunter. Because you think about it, I don't think Bleach or Naruto existed yet um, at all. So you think about it. I'm going to look. And then Neon Genesis Evangelion came out a year before this. So you didn't really have yeah, to. Gundam and. Well, yeah. yeah. Bleach didn't start until 2006. Sailor. Yeah. You had like shit like Sailor Moon. I love Sailor Moon. Don't you judge I'm it. I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. And so what I'm saying is, is that don't it, like you got to understand how landmark this really was just like Cowboy Bebop. Like Cowboy Bebop is fucking phenomenal but there are anime that have come since that you could argue are better but at the same time they didn't exist yet i would say you have to think about what time you're watching it in too um you know because like you said you know trigon was in the 90s i'm looking up cowboy bebop now it was also 98 i think it came out a few months later and you know they did a lot of episodic type 
yeah. things that had an overarching story to them. Well, so this is very much. Uh, Trigun is very much a product of the time. Yeah, because Evangelion does the same thing where, and it came out a year prior, where you're sitting there and you're like, all right, they got the Evas, they're fighting the angels, oh my god, they've already had Armageddon, and then you're like, we're doing a Freudian deconstruction now. This is weird. Like, that's exactly how it goes. Mm -hmm. And it's a phenomenal show. It's another one of my ones we should watch, I think. But um, How many episodes is it? About 26. Oh, well, fuck. I'll watch it's, it. That I'm telling you, I will watch these shorter it's ones. The, we it's can do... Of the, of the 90s, this is the most cerebral of Although, them all and the hardest to follow. I would say the only other longer one we should do is Yu Yu I do like Yu Yu Hakusho, though, a lot, I actually. Mean, I, I really yeah. do. Yeah. Well, and even Hunter I like Hunter. the red-haired dude yep, with the roses. That one, too, actually. He's my favorite. I don't remember Same his name. Same author, by the way, for both of them. Yep. For who? What? The mangaka for you, Hakusho, is the mangaka for Hunter x Hunter, or Hunter Hunter. Oh, Technically, the right. X is silent, but I pronounce it because otherwise if I go Hunter Hunter, most people would be like, what? Yeah, so. yeah okay. But, yeah, no, I'd, I'd be down for, you know, kind of jumping back and forth and, you, you know, know watching I, some of these shorter ones. We could even do fucking, like, One Punch Man and fucking, mm-hmm. uh, well, have you seen... Uh, my Hero Academia. I've seen some That's of it, yeah. Great I want to watch the Chainsaw Man one. Oh, yeah. That one looked weird. Chainsaw yeah, this guy, thing. his arms and head turn into chainsaws. Oh, yeah. I've seen Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and we watched the trailer for it, and it looks really good. Is it so, like new? Yes, yeah, brand new. new. So that would even be something fun for all of us to do because none of us have ever seen it. Whereas, usually with one of these animes that we're watching, I'd say at least, you know, three quarters of us have usually Wouldn't seen it. Wouldn't it be cool if it turned into a whole series like Chainsaw Man and we were just covering it for like 10, 12 seasons, however many it goes out? <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. It better be a fucking really good. Really popular. You know, another anime I really loved too was Attack on Titan. That was one that I very much enjoyed. We never did like, finish get it. Into that, one. that one gets unfair hate for most weebs. I couldn't I'll get say. into that yeah. one. Oh, reason. I love I it. I just lost interest over time. It, it's a good initial concept, but so I just was like... Eh. I did too, kind of. They got a little weird and in the what third I, season. And from what I've heard from a lot of like Attack on Titan fans, though, is that it does have this weird kind of dip in the plot where it just kind of is eh. But then like the last, season. then they did like the last season, right? Though. And then I What's guess the last weeb? season. You don't know what a weeb is? The, they are the know. dudes that suck Japan's dick. <laughs> they're the guys with oh, the they're anime. like oh the, su- they the have dub the, sucks they, they have the anime body pillows yeah, they have a and or they're the too. types of people like the samurai was the best ever and the katana is the best they'll go, ever they'll go to a sushi restaurant and order in japanese to the sushi chef, chef. Like, yeah because um, they yeah <laughs> it's ridiculous they're like the people that are just obsessed like unhealthily obsessed with Japan and just think and they're the culture gr- and their culture. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even yeah. like the chicks over here that'll like dress up, you know, and like the anime, like the uniforms and yeah, like, they're just depressing people without yeah. being in cosplay. Yeah. Some of them won't leave their house without being like in cosplay and stuff like that. It's just, it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's weird. We yep. are silently judging you people. If you couldn't tell. <laughs> Not so silently. No, yeah. I, mean, I think if you're doing cosplay for an anime convention, you might do like once a year or something. There's no harm. In oh that, no. Right? Well, there's a lot of cosplayers that but turn I mean, it to a career. If you take it to an uh, extreme, it's kind of like that whole death parade with uh, her obsessing over that, you know, 
uh, oh, yeah. singer, you know? Yeah. And, right. I think, I don't think we should obsess over anything necessarily right. too much. You know what I mean? I think everything in moderation. But I guess as long as you aren't hurting yourself or anybody else around you, I mean, you know. Get your body pillows, you know, wear your little school uniform. Oh, my waifu. Yeah, you know. Ooh, woo. Kawhi, Desu Chan. Ooh, woo. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) These are the slang terms of the weebs. Yes, you just like open Pandora's box. Yeah, like even like... your face says so. He's like, I don't know what I. Just I don't did. like that. No, no, yeah. See, you have a brain, so yeah, it's very uncomfortable. No, I've yeah. seen people on TikTok like uh, the chicks that, like, there's chicks that'll dress up uh, like a Asian chick, you know, like a aunt, like in cosplay. Yep. And then they pretend to be like an NPC, and yes. live, and they'll just sit there and. Yeah. You know, do like emotes and little one-liners, but uh-huh. it's the weirdest fucking thing ever. I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, what? I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> but this. it only, I mean, it's really, I think that demographic is pretty small. To be, You know what I mean? I, I, you know, no, really? There's a lot of people You'd be surprised. Watching. Really? Because yeah. I read some stuff on it, and I was just like, who would That's do this? That's why it comes across your feet. I mean, there's a lot of people, you know, so... Sometimes it's like a Japanese chick, and they're obviously way better at it. But then you'll get some fucking. I've seen white a lot of the American it, chicks that is, are doing it, which and... is what I was picturing while you guys were describing. I mean, this. that's the weebs are not non-Asian typically, and I'm like, yeah, this seems kind of racist. Like, are you going to do blackface next? Yeah. Um, yeah, po, it's, po. well, it's just I mean the, we, the NPC. <laughs> I think the chicks doing like the NPC thing almost like. Like, it's kind of sad to me because I feel like we're shifting into this weird, like, people want, like, relationships with, like, characters and things that aren't real. Like, I feel like we've gone into such a technological age. people aid. suck. I mean, real people <laughs> do suck, You should but... check out, like, VR chat. That shit is fucking weird. If you want to talk about weird. I I'm good, that's thanks. what I'm saying. I tried that Like, I went once. in there. Yeah, you did. Like, I, yeah, I remember when you did. And it was a little weird. I mean, thankfully, People I People be, like, cuddling with each other on there, like, yeah. laying on, like, a... Yeah, the, I mean, I will so say, shit. for the most part, my experience with it was hilarious. Um, it's a weird place. I yeah, guess was, I just... Yeah. I prefer living in the real world versus the internet world, which I get it. I... I understand that, you Until know, like, please tell us how old you are. <laughs> Back in my day, we played outside. Yeah, we were, yeah, we were just, in reality. I, yeah. Okay, but it is, it is unhealthy <laughs> to live your whole life only having like internet relationships or well, yeah, it, not it, being able to actually interact with a real woman. You have to have an NPC or a chick pretending to be an NPC instead. That's what I'm saying. Or like, dude. It does. Or dude. Yeah. I mean, it could either way, It does, you know. Well, yeah, it, it, it does come off like, I don't know. It just comes off as like, you know, it's sad. Like, you know, there's exactly. A it comes off as sad to me world out there. And it also cripples, you know, um, being able to socialize. That's why I think a lot of people are crippled socially now because yeah. of technology and the Internet. Well, like and... the chick on Steinsgate that could only talk through texting. Yes. And that know? was what? Back in 2011? That was like even extreme. before. But it's a. Well, but, like, but there are people like thing. that, though, out yeah. there. Well, you, know? you think and... about it, though. I mean, in this regard, the Unabomber was right. Here's this dude in the 80s and 90s, you know, sitting there going like technology is fucking us up. And well, in in. um. Ready Player One, the book. In the first book, he talks about 
um, in Japan how tons of kids uh, essentially lived in the oasis and then they relied on their families to bring them like food and water and shit. But they would always be online. And they called them like oh. the, they called them like the lost millions or some shit. You know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of the South Park episode "Make Love Not oh, yeah. Warcraft," where he's like, "Mom, bathroom, bathroom." Yeah. <laughs> Shit's all over. Yeah. Oh, God, it's what so a good gross. boy. <laughs> yeah, and it, but it is. But I feel like that's what a lot of our. That's what it is essentially. Yeah, no, well, yeah. yeah, that's what a lot of our world has turned into, you know? And so for me, I don't, you know, I can't understand those, you know, like wanting to <laughs> bathroom. watch bathroom. <laughs> I'm like remembering that. Yeah, now. dude, it's a great episode. <laughs> yeah. I love it is, South and Park. And it's so yeah. funny how South Park had a lot of like older episodes that pertain to what we're dealing with now, you know? And I mean, it's, yeah, it, it's just crazy to me. Um, how people do just spend so much of their lives just on the internet. And I couldn't do that. I'm a social butterfly. I want to go out. I want to hang out with people. The weather is beautiful. I want to be outside. You know, I. It is fucking nice. I, yes, yeah. it is finally nice here in Wyoming. The day before fucking May 1st, we finally don't have three feet of snow. And it is 66 <laughs> degrees out, people. I mean, I like to go in my own life on what I call little adventures. Like I uh, this week, I went to Kansas to join my honor society and came right back. But I mean, it was cool to be just in a different place and just kind of yeah have different scenery. Yeah, like I could not <clears throat> imagine not being able to get out and socialize and... Speaking of that, though, I was going to say Wyoming as a whole reminds me of Trigun. Oh, yeah. With yeah. how much open area there is between the towns. Oh, it's a desert, yeah. And, and we're yeah. all a bunch of hicks. I mean, oh, and, and how decrepit the towns are. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I know. So I can't relate. I was relating to it. Or some of them don't it. even have a sheriff. And well, you're like, mm. yeah. Well, see, I've always said that if, if Wyoming ever goes through the apocalypse, we're just going to be Mad Max. That's all it is. I mean, yep. we already have these redneck, hicked up vehicles, them giant light bars, <laughs> and raised fucking wrong. trucks, and fucking deer bumpers that could literally kill fucking an elk. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but <laughs> oh, seriously, dude, I've seen yeah. Them with, like the bullhorns and shit. Take on a full-grown adult-sized male moose. Yeah, but that's what it's going to be. I mean, we got oil refineries and oil wells, people fighting over that shit to get the gasoline. Uh, I mean, I think yeah, that's like, Wyoming to a T. If you guys had quit driving around so much, carpool. You know what I mean? They get a yeah. whole like, I, squad of dude, cars. Dude, that's a whole thing of the fucking road warrior where you're sitting there going humongous and their fucking crew just driving around this oil refinery. I'm like, that's kind of counterproductive, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. You Seriously. Know. It's, I love that no movie, but you're it's always running out of gas. <laughs> also, I'm I, I'm against carpooling because I like to jam in my car, and when you have other people in there, they talk to you. While you're trying to jam, and it's very upsetting to me. You can ask Vince. So what you're saying is, is you have a. You dif, uh, I don't like social. filthy peasants in my car. <laughs> yeah. I just want them to shut up so I can jam. Don't talk to me when we're driving. You'd be an amazing Uber driver. <laughs> I'd be like, we're just gonna jam. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> They're like, how no, you doing? You're. I like, did hate that about the Uber driver. I mean, they were nice, but it was awkward. Like some of them. Oh, hey, what are you here in town for? How many kids you got? What's your social security yeah, number? Kind of. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. You know, I'm like, can you just? I mean, and I don't say that to be rude, but I'm, I'm not a small talker. I don't like it. It's not fun to me. 
And I be a big talker. I am. I'm like, tell me, do you believe in aliens? You know, what do you think about the Bermuda Triangle? What's your favorite sex position? You know, I want to know like the interesting things. I don't give a shit about the weather. You ask people that. Hell yeah. Or you know what I'd like to do? You know what my favorite thing is? So I like to look at people like just, you know, silently judge them from the outside and be like, oh. I bet he likes to get his dick stepped on with like stilettos, you know, or like, oh, you know, she likes to shit on chess. You know, I judge people's kinks, you know, when I just see them out in public. Kink shamer, kink shamer. No, I just look at them and guess what kind of kinks they have. I'm like, oh, he's vanilla as fuck. I kind of created a monster with her because I, we were watching American Idol and I can't stand Luke Bryan. I don't know why. He just, he has no chin. Yeah, he's weird. He's like, a, <laughs> he's like uh, Hold that, on, now I gotta look. He's like that sloth in um well, in Ice Age. Yeah, oh and God, I also that's great. I absolutely hate hate Pine the way cones. he sings. He Pine sounds like cones. a he sounds like a country Kermit the Frog. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, My wife left me. Yeah, you know. <laughs> no, he does like all the party songs. But we were watching American Idol one night. Um, she 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 made me watch it with her, and mm-hmm. he was like doing this face, and I don't know. He looked sweaty and whatnot, and I just looked at her. I was like, I bet he smells like ass and garlic, and she <laughs> was immediately just like, what? And I was like, yeah. I mean, he looks like he's sweating. Had a heavy meat. And he's garlic kind he's of probably night. beating his meat under the table. Going, oh, 10 out of 10 performance. <laughs> but you know how it is. You, you Sometimes you come around those dudes and they're just sweating it out the next day. You're like, God damn, did you just eat like four fucking cloves of garlic before I you never, went to bed? So when I heard about the meat sweats or whatever, I'm like, what? <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? Because I've never experienced that. I never, I never, I never have either. It, uh, so but so I it have sounds made it. up. I've seen it though, like the hot dog eating. Is that like a fat guy thing? No, no. it's like, it, like hot it's just dog eating too much meat thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like a response to your body. So a lot weird. of uh, competition food eaters get the fucking like meat sweats and shit. Well, is it meat hard for our bodies to process usually anyway? Well, I'm sure. Yeah, harder. I'm sure it's just a response. Well, it is. I mean, I know people that can't even eat red meat now. Like over the years, they got to the point where it just made them sick. Like their body. Fish is definitely better for you. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. But I mean, I, I also don't like, like I, meat is one of those things that I'm like, I can take it or leave it. So I would never. I would never eat enough to get the meat sweats either, though. So that's such a fucking gross. <laughs> it's so it's gross. Disgusting. It sounds no, just the the word meat sweats. Yeah, yeah. like I'm like. Bleh. I also. I just imagine it. like a really sweaty penis. I'm not gonna lie. Know, like right? the meat sweats. <laughs> the I'm meat, like his meat. Sweats. I'm like you got like swamp dick, you know? Like <laughs> or pussy. That's yeah, exactly. It's yeah, swamp like. Yeah, yeah like. I got got the meat sweats, bro. You're like, like, but I also watched this show called uh, Kenny Kenny versus Penny, the meat eating competition. And they do a meat eating competition where they weigh themselves. uh, They get as low of weight as possible, and then um, they're going to eat a bunch of meat. And how they're gauging it is they're weighing the meat. And it's just fucking. It's, it's disgusting. Horrendous. I mean, one of them gets food poisoning. It's hilarious, but uh, <laughs> is this real? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's a show. It's a show um, that's no, fucking the, ridiculous. No, is the it like a real situation 
Or is it just like a sitcom type? Thing? Oh, dude. No, it's so a reality bloated. show where they do these really fucked yeah. up competitions okay. to each other. It's almost like jackass-esque, except not really stunts, but them doing these stupid competitions against one like another. Like there's one where they have to keep a goat tied to themselves for like 24 and hours. essentially, whoever <laughs> wins the competition. That's pretty funny. Whoever wins at the competition at the end, they get to humiliate the other guy. Yeah, whatever in whatever they way want they want to do it. It's almost like a precursor to Impractical Jokers. Well, and they, they it's like a YouTube thing because it's all, it's a Canadian show as well. It was on Comedy Central, I think, for a little bit. Yeah. And then, like, now we just watch it on YouTube and it's ridiculous. But, yeah, they have a meat-eating competition and you see them, ju- like, just sweating. It's fucking gross. <laughs> it is so... Well, dude, one of them, he eats so much, he ends up, like, puking because he's still... Like, it's well, just gross. Well, he got food poisoning and ate too much. And, yeah, he just, like, is talking to his friend at the table and he just fucking upchucks all of the, his cookies, all the meat he's eaten, which was, like... I think 10 pounds at that point. And there was like, yeah, it was. It, and and to me, you know, I don't. 10 pounds. Yeah, dude. And I don't understand people doing that to themselves, really. I am not the type that would want to put myself through torture for entertainment of others. Okay. Like, well, and that's just fucking nasty. Well, yeah, it's just gross. And yeah. So yeah, the meat sweats are a thing. I've totally seen people with it. And I'm like that. You, you just need to go away. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be eating that much. Meat. Yeah. No, if you are like. <laughs> yeah, you got issues weird. yeah you, you, you might want to go see somebody about that yeah alright how do we connect this back to Trigun <laughs> I don't know <laughs> this has become more of a bullshit episode but I like it well and I think the thing is too though is that we didn't get much in the first few episodes of Trigun that we can necessarily talk about and so and you guys can't really tell me well, more without spoiling it okay. either I'll at least say my favorite episode thus far though is uh, the one with Frank Marlin I, I do really like, like that, that one episode. too. You know, he was kind of a low life drunk, and Vash even helped him out in a situation. Mm-hmm. And, and Vash story, cannot hold his liquor, which is hilarious. And his story is compelling, and the way they tell it is very nice. With like how short a time he had with that character. That's yeah. true because you do feel a lot of sympathy for him. I think because even I was like, oh, like, yeah, like he, you know, his wife and his, daughter, his got wife shot and kid, by the and... exact gun he made and gave. To the robbers who defend themselves, not to rob a bank. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And so, and so you do feel for him. And I think that's what I'm waiting for with like these main characters so far, like Vash and Millie and Meryl. You know, I don't know if Millie and Meryl necessarily have like much more backstory to them. I'm sure they, they do. do. Uh, they do. Okay. Yeah. And that, okay. That's, I mean, that's what I assumed. But, you know, that, that's what I'm waiting for is I, I want to care about the main characters, and as of right now, I really don't but quite yet. And I want to Va- get there, Vash though. Vash is a lot like Goku-type character. Yep. Yeah. He is, and it. I still don't quite know. I was telling them. He kind of annoys me a little bit. Which drove me Why? nuts, because I was like, he's just like Goku in a lot of ways. Why, why it, does he annoy you? He was annoying me like with this kind of whole, like... I'm just a clumsy idiot. And then every beautiful girl he sees, he's like, oh, my God, fair maiden, I love you. And I'm like, God, you're lame. Just with food, not women. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and I was going to say. Here's the thing, though, with Goku, I don't know. It's just it's. All right. I'm going to throw out a low key hint. Hold on. Hold on. And then you can low key. Well, it's something that Mike said earlier. Um, Okay, but here's my thing is. I 
You totally made me lose my point. Fuck you. All right, fine. Do your All right. talk about your shit. So <laughs> it's an act, and the reason why it's an act is despite how it seems, he's actually wanting to purposely keep himself distant from people. You know what I think it is, too? He reminds me of my ex-fiance just a little bit, and it irritates Oh, really? Him. Yes. Well, really? And it irri- just, just kind of the certain, like, <laughs> giggly ways he gets sometimes, like... Mm. Oh well. Okay. No, there, he just ha- no. <laughs> like I don't know what to I, do with that, but sure. No, I'm just saying. Well, I mean, you guys don't obviously, but I was with my ex fiance for over a year, kind of thing, you know. And he just has like certain mannerisms, even the way he laughs or jokes about things, kind of reminds me of him. So I'm like, mm, I don't well. like you. But <laughs> here's the thing, though. I just I want more depth to the characters. Like I said, I want to care about them. And right now, I don't give a shit about them. I'm like, well. You haven't given me anything on Vash or you. That's again. Just look at the way he is. Look at how and extrapolate, and then, and then go. Why does he do this? Avoid hurting people. Why does he do put on this act of like the big dummy that the big like, oaf? It, yeah, it's, he has to do this in his own mind to keep the people around him safe. Like he's trying. That's why he's traveling around and doesn't have roots anywhere. Is because he tries to keep himself separated from people and like, and also, why does he have the bounty on his head? Like, think about that's that. what. Well, yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, there's like the whole bounty and stuff. I just it, it all is because of the same. And very, have you not also noticed that he seems like this big dumb oaf that you don't even think could get his way out of a brown paper bag, but then when he has to actually shoot something purposely, he's like a goddamn laser. He's like, boom! And yeah, just and, it, and it's never No, purpose. and I agree with that. Like, I knew from the minute I watched it that he wasn't an idiot. Like, they... So you think about... He is actually afraid of how what he is capable of. Yes, very much. That is so. what. It, that is why he does. But this. why? I need to know we why, Michael. Find I mean, out. he's just. Michael, insert middle name here, Clefairy. See, this is why I do not feel bad for her when she gets spoilers, because she is the type of person that will that, literally well, like, yeah, torture it out of you. But then when you spoil it, she's like, oh, fuck you. I'm not torturing it out of you. I'm just giving my opinion. I don't want you are grilling. I'm not grilling. I'm you're just grilling, grilling, Krillin. Yeah, I'm you're s- grilling like Krillin. Even though I'm saying, but why? That's not. I, I. I don't want you to tell me. But in my mind, I'm going okay. But you're full why? On Street Boys, right now. Tell me tell why. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but. A <laughs> why is he a goofball? Tell me why. <laughs> Does he have a special gun? Tell me why. He always says love and peace. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this he's actually way more powerful than you even think i just yeah want, here's i guess like i just kind of want to get crazy level i want to get past the stupid it works for goku but i don't want that with every character okay that's just the, was the point yeah like we were saying don't this steal is a, my lighter this is a product of the times that's true and so, i have to think about that too is that uh, I, this one's yours yes yeah yours okay. fell over there i so. have watched <laughs> I feel like I've watched so many like different animes from like different time periods. I've never quite stuck with just 
one. I mean, you know what after I mean? you watch, so you've already, obviously you've seen DBZ. <coughs> after you watch Neon Genesis Evangelion, Trigun, and Cowboy Bebop, you'll get a good idea not only what the shonen was like at the time, but also just what anime in the 90s was like. Because you those were like three of the biggest. Not just them, but they are pivotal. You know, because the idea of anime telling super complex ideas had been teased in the 80s like you had the movie akira for example yeah right, i was just thinking of that yeah right so in the 80s akira and some of the gundam stuff also had some like um i want to say geopolitical but a lot of times it was in space so i mean what however you want to look at that but right there are elements to that kind of a depth but the idea of anime telling deep rich stories was still very much in its infancy when this was coming out. Well, yeah, it's yeah, like the precursor, like doing those episodic things instead of having just like this episode leads into this one. Yep, exactly. So it's it's a pre even uh, live action shit now is the same way. Like shows that uh, like some of the MCU stuff and whatever. Yeah. So. Like they, it's not as episodic like that. You don't have one adventure to, and then there's another one on the next episode, and they don't necessarily connect with each other at all. Yeah, right. So it's a, it's just an evolution. So like we keep saying, a product of that time. You're just still not to where we are now, and that maybe that's what it is. Well, and I will also say though, and uh, especially true in Cowboy Bebop. Once you finish that, you'll see what I mean. But it's even true here. That it seems like nothing's happening, but actually quite a bit. It actually is. Well, like we said, it's probably like Steins Gate where shit's going to start coming full circle and you're going to go, oh, the light bulb's going to Yeah, well, they're using off. that episodic nature to kind of build the story up without being like nowadays where it's just big giant arc, right? Mm -hmm. That's how people do it nowadays is I'm going to tell you one massive arc where it's just beat to beat to beat to beat, whereas in this, it's like I'm going to... You're getting to know the characters like... In and different you, scenarios, and yeah. And you have those episodes where it might be about one character more than the others. Yeah. I almost well, feel like we should have watched more episodes, possibly. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think next time, you know, we'll probably be better. And and I was just, you know, kind of Googling some animes and stuff. <laughs> and I've noticed that majority of what I have watched has been between, like, 2004 to, like, 2000. I don't know, whenever, like 15, I want to say, somewhere yeah. in there. It's just kind of been about like that 10 years. See, I love 90s anime. That's my See, favorite I'm, period. I am such a 90s bitch anyway, whether it comes to music, movies, TV shows. Like, that is my favorite, you know, mm -hmm. decade. And so I, I would like to watch more of these 90s animes because really the only ones I've seen are Dragon Ball Z and a bit of Yu Yu Hakusho. Well, and like watch you guys, more Shonen stuff. Yeah, it's which like, maybe we should do Yu Yu Hakusho next after this. I don't know. That's a big one. That's a lot, dude. Yeah. How many episodes is that? 126 or 112, uh, somewhere in there. Super. super crazy. That's not crazy. That's about, yeah, around the same as Super, a little yeah. bit shorter. Yeah, I mean, so. it's, I mean, it's definitely... Um, the villains are better than most DBZ villains because most DBZ villains, and I'm not saying that I love DBZ, but it's just I'm evil. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, though. What's the deep motivation behind Frieza? There really isn't one. Same with Cells. Same with Boo, in a way. Like, 
That's true. Nobody has any deeper motivations whereas, than I'm powerful. Whereas younger Tagoro, the Tagoro brothers, very deep motivations, very deep, flawed, broken person who is evil, yes, but once you understand why, it's like, this is not really, like, when, he, you know, when he's defeated, you're not really as happy about it. You're sad. That's the kind of complexity that that brings. Well, Naruto is like that in a lot of ways, too, is, like, you actually, like, they'll present villains to you, but there's always way more motivation to it than just... There's like deeper Chelsea, shit there. Like Chelsea just said, like, oh, I just want to... I want to want the Dragon Balls, or I want... Well, they, yeah, most of them just want to be powerful right. and rule people. Yeah. And, you know, which, I mean, yeah, that's And not, that's fine. I'm not, like, yeah. I'm not shitting on DBZ. I love DBZ. I'm just saying that that's where it contrasts DBZ. I think that's... So, actually, the motivations kind of decline the more you get into the show. First, that's very true. First, it's Frieza, and he's, like, trying to rule the universe and running his empire. Yep. And then Goku, like, uh, stops his tyranny, essentially. Universe is saved. And then, you know, after that, it's just, oh, I want to kill Goku. Yep. Because he destroyed. He's, he's the strongest, so, so I got to kill him. I yeah. mean, so that's a little, about the same as Frieza. And then you get Majin Buu, and it's like, he just wants, he's just chaos. So he's yeah. just randomly doing shit. Right, yeah. but there's no real purpose behind it. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's probably why I get so annoyed with the Majin Buu saga, like with how long it takes. I'm just like, it nobody is. cares. Whereas, <laughs> I mean, without giving just the, um, not much away, what if I told you there's a character in Yu Haku show who fought to uh, fought to save Earth from demons and then decides to become one? And you're like, but why would he do a turncoat like that? There's reasons why, and you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. It's shit like that. Essentially, where he probably had to. to no, he didn't even had to. It's more of a realization he had, but then he regrets it later, and you're like, oh. So, I mean, it's one of those, this is a character that's very flawed. And I like flawed characters. I, you know, and I, I'm not even saying who that is. There's another character who was raised at, to become a spirit detective before Yusuke, and he's in his mind, he's like, humans are good, demons are evil. He goes in and breaks into a, a mansion because there's demon energy there and sees humans torturing demons, sees he, the, just humans being evil as fuck, and it breaks his mind to where he's like, I've got to destroy humans now. Interesting. Mm. And so, yeah, I mean, very interesting character. And it's like, yeah, he just sees something that he just couldn't believe. Demons being tortured by humans. Yeah, see, and I like villains that have more to them than just I want to be powerful and rule. I'm like, I need more than that because that's boring. Torturing them, why? For their own pleasure. Like total, like, sadistic, masochistic shit. Okay. Yep. But I would say, yeah, that big contrast is, is like the villains in DBZ, they're character driven. That's how I would say they are. They're very personality, boisterous, have a lot of charisma, intelligence to them most of the time. Or, I mean, not including Majin Buu, because we well, all agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not even getting right. there. The wild card where they're like, eh. He's just know. weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but like even like just like how, I think like how evil Frieza is is what makes him so yeah, That's why Frieza is still the best And then he has Cell. He's intelligent and cocky. Well, and I and love how Cell like plays on Vegeta, and he's like, hey, let me absorb uh, uh-huh. 18 here, and I'll give you a good fight. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, he manipulates So there's Vegeta. good moments yeah. there. There, and mm-hmm. so that's why I say it's no disrespect. No, the Cell Saga is fucking great. 
Yeah. yeah. Especially in a bridge you guys were talking about watching yeah. that. I, I yeah, I'm I'm getting her like she was laughing her ass off last night. So she's starting to see the light. Yeah. I just liked the Namekians being like, Oh, the ship. Oh yeah, so the dragon balls. <laughs> <laughs> we want you to stay here forever. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to steal your ship. <laughs> oh, those two guys that Yeah. 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 You must suck our big fun stuckers. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty great. They Wait a minute. Now, Mackey, don't have penises. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, yep. that shit's fucking... It's great. It's ridiculous. That show is so funny. I can't believe and, they and put when... Clorox in Goku to, like, knock him out, and he's all foaming at the mouth. Because he sees Mr. Popo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, they do so much fucked up shit with Popo. It's amazing. Yeah, is it time to destroy them? He's like, no, let's give him another hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how he's like talking like that. Like everything's just hilarious to him. Yeah. Like it's. <laughs> he's like, I just love how he's like, oh, you need the Dragon Balls to bring these filthy maggots back. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and the brain damage. And the brain damage. And, and the, the brain, brain damage. damage. <laughs> oh, hey, Master Roshi. <laughs> Dude, I, like... Like I said, it's fantastic. I was also showing him when Vegeta's getting his ass kicked, um, oh, yeah. and there's a fucking crab on him. He's like, Vegeta, man, I'm your spirit animal. Like, <laughs> Frieza just eats it. <laughs> uh, yeah, just shit like that. It's just funny. Yeah. Well, and just like Goku, how stupid he is, like pisses Frieza off. He's yeah. like, that was dumb. You're stupid. Why are you so fucking stupid? And yeah. Started, well, he's whooping Goku's ass. I forget <laughs> what he even says. Oh, I, what does he say? I don't know. He says some super. Well, he says dumb shit the whole fight, and calling him freezer. Yeah, he calls him freezer. But also, one thing I love is Vegeta fucking hates him, just like obviously in DBZ at the time. Right. Yeah. And you know, he's like, "Oh, fuck you, Kakarot," and he's like, "Best buds." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, best buds. Yeah, yeah. Goku's just like, "We're the best friends." Vegeta's so nice, and you're just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Dude, that shit is a. Uh... So well done, and they fucked up by not like giving them a budget and just going do your thing. Yeah, it's imagine how funny Super would be. Oh, you know what I mean? They could have kept going. Super would be good, dude. Hilarious. Yeah. Oh my fucking lord! I I would be interesting, like interested to see what they would do with Weiss. Me too. Make him like super gay. You know? I think they would. Oh yeah, they probably would. (laughs) They totally would. No, like change his voice. (laughs) Yeah. He'd be fabulous as oh, fuck. Oh, God. Yeah. Lisa's kinda, already fabulous, yeah, okay? He is already, so. He's yeah. one of the most fab he, characters. They'd make him just flamboyant as fuck. But what what's re- uh, unique about DBZ Abridged is how well they respect the source material and how well they actually follow the plot. Yeah, they tell the same story with with making you laugh at the same time. And I right. actually, I feel that's pretty impressive because I think it'd be very easy to go off the rails mm-hmm. and not do that. That's true. It would. Was Golden Boy that one where it's like them doing different sports? Like there's a fucking, there's a one where he's like in a swimming competition or whatever and he's like, 
dives in the pool and then he's fucking like drowning essentially all the way across the pool. Maybe I don't remember. I don't know. I think Golden Boy. No and they clue. they kind of did the same thing, but it's like a super weird ass anime. I mean, there's a lot of those, dude. It's yeah. fucking funny as hell. Well, and see, that's the that's the one thing that I will say can suck about anime is it's always going to be a little weird, and you just kind of accept it, you know. Oh shit! Well, I mean, I I don't know. I I don't know if you would categorize this as anime, but I so I'm a huge Studio Ghibli fan. And Howl's Moving Castle is my favorite. I love it. I've loved it for years. Love the book. You're speaking um, Japanese right now. All right. So it's about. a Japanese studio. Yeah, okay. that they do. Um, they do movies. Yeah, and I'd say they're definitely a, a bit more Americanized, like as far as even the style goes. And like with Howl's Moving Castle, you have, you know, Christian Bale and Billy Crystal and different people voicing them. And. So I had my friends watch this movie and none of them watch any anime of any sort or anything like that. And they were like, this movie was such an acid trip. And to me, it's not because I've watched it so many I mean, times. Though, and it makes, oh, it, I don't I, I, I find it hard to I find the plot hard to follow. I don't at all. What is it? Yeah, please um, explain and summarize the plot. <laughs> so you so you start out that all these countries are at war because one of them, their prince, got, they think, kidnapped. Um, they don't know where he is. He went missing. So these countries are at war over him. And in the interim, you hear rumors about, they have a bunch of witches and wizards that fight for the army and for the kings and queens and stuff. And you hear about Howell the wizard, and he has a moving castle that walks the wastelands. And they talk about, you know, you have to be careful with him. He, is it on a turtle? No, no it looks like a giant suitcase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll Google a photo for you. So he's flying it around with magic? No, he walks it. it. Wa- well, yeah, I mean, but it walks. It doesn't fly. It walks. And um, you hear rumors of him uh, in the beginning about how he ate a girl's heart. And he eats pretty girls' hearts. And you have to watch out for him and all this stuff. And uh, he, in the beginning, you meet this girl named Sophie. And a... She is walking along the streets and some soldiers start harassing her and Howell saves her and flies her back to her sister's restaurant. And she goes back to her hat shop that she works at. And this witch that's on the hunt for Howell finds her and puts a curse on her that turns her into an old woman. And if you have a curse on you in the movie, you cannot tell anybody about it. Your mouth will just go silent. You can't tell them who put it on you anything and so she decides because she became this crotchety old woman she's just gonna leave she's gonna go wander into the wastelands go off you know to some small village or whatever and just live out her days as this old lady and she ends up finding Howell's castle and goes inside and just kind of makes herself at home and his fireplace is a fire demon which is Billy Crystal that he moves the castle Hmm. um because Howell ate him you find out. Okay. And he's got Howell's heart in him. So if anything happens to Calcifer, who's the fire demon, Howell dies. But it's just this whole story of how she ends up in his moving castle. He is fighting for the government. And as these wizards do, they morph into these horrendous beasts. And the more they constantly do it, they won't be able to come back from it. And she essentially helps Howell come back from that over time 
They fall in love. So it's Beauty and the Beast. Kind of. I, mm, <laughs> I mean, kind oh. of. But, <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of, but not at the same time because it happens to it everybody. It's not just him. Okay. He, She ends up making him like she shoves Calcifer back into him and gives him his heart in the end is what happens. And he gets his heart back kind of thing. It's really, it's really weird. You, you just kind of have to watch it, honestly. Like I'm not explaining it very well at all, but because a- it's a hard plot to follow. It's almost <laughs> like heavy metal in a way. Well, heavy metal, the original was like, it was like an anthology, though. Yeah, it kind of feels like that, but it's not. It's weird. Yeah, it's a know. good movie. To be fair, I really do like it, and I do it like Studio movie. Ghibli in general. Spirited I, Away is great. Ghibli's, yeah, I like Spirited Away better. I love Spirited I, Away. I, I, I love that one, but I also love Princess Mononoke, and the demon in the beginning of that was one of the most complex things to hand animate. It took this like 30-second clip took six months to animate by hand. Because it's this tentacle monster just kind of building yeah. and wrapping that's, on that's itself. That's another thing about like older anime, too, is that, yeah, everything was drawn by hand. Yep. So and I love those, the look of it. Those, I do, too. Those really hyper-detail movies back in the day, like how impressive is that? Like, like Akira and yeah. stuff like that. Yep. I am such a fan of hand-drawn animation. Like I am not the biggest like Pixar type person or like even the Disney movies like that animation style. I mean, just personally for me, I, I like the original hand-drawn animations or original, like the stop motion, like claymation, like the nightmare before Christmas, you know, that was all clay figurines and they had like 30 different heads of Jack Skellington's facial expressions and shit Mm -hmm. like that. I like that kind of stuff. This is why I'm a big fan of the 90s anime is I love the look of it, the aesthetics of it and how like watch End of Evangelion or something like that where the animation is fantastic. You know they had to do it the old fashioned way, brute force like that, you know, like because nowadays with CG, they're not just doing it in the obvious ways, like when they're animating something really quickly, but they're doing it even with backgrounds and stuff like that. It's really, I, it takes away from it for me. And another thing I'm not a big fan of with modern anime is when things get fast, the animation gets really freaking choppy, I feel. A lot of the yeah. times. I feel there's a lot of choppy looking anime. Yeah, out there, there are times me and Vince will like accidentally pause somewhere weird on Dragon Ball Z and we're like, dude, that looks so fucked up. The way it looks drawn. We're like, that does not look right. And let me tell you, I was worried about that in when they did the Dragon Ball Super movie, the most recent one, Superhero. Right. I was super worried about them using it all being CGI. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like computer anime. It it turned out to be fantastic. Yeah, I was worried too. And fluid as fuck. Like, if you watch it again, just the way they move around and shit, it's. Yeah, I remember you and I both were like, come the fuck on. Yeah, I was worried about it. (laughs) But it turned out to be a fucking great movie. Yeah, it was phenomenal. I didn't mind the CGI at all. Have you seen it, Scott? Which one? The new Dragon Dragon Ball Ball Super Super movie. No, No, I haven't. It's good as fuck. Have you seen all of Dragon Ball Super? Uh, I've seen, I've seen, I didn't, so I missed some of the beginning and the middle, but I watched the entire tournament. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so you've seen all that. Okay. Yeah. I know who wins. <laughs> yeah. The tournament. I mean, that shit's fucking so good. Mm-hmm. So good. It was a great tournament. Well, and it just, uh, 
Dragon Ball Z Super, they do tournaments very well. Those are always my favorite. Well, that's a big shonen thing. Is like a lot of those were tournament based or they had tournaments in them. Well, and I love, like with Cell, how they kind of... I always of, loved tournaments. How too. they like manipulate Cell into doing a tournament. I love... You know, and and I love that style. How we see, you know, all the different characters fighting him because we're like, you know, he's gonna go through like four or five of them until we get to the inevitable defeat of the baddie in the tournament. And even when they did the small one before the huge Universal tournament in Dragon Ball uh, Super, oh the expo, yes, like I even love like the little expos they do and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So the tournament parts. Well, and you're going to love you, Hawk and, Show. And the Dark Tournament's phenomenal. By the way, the way that... Uh, I think I almost got there. The way the Saiyans fight anyway, where they're like, your turn first, is all very much like a tournament, too. Because oh, yeah. it's the same, like, one-on-one, which I always loved uh, anyway. I like watching boxing and MMA and all, like, all kinds of combat. Mm-hmm. So oh, I do not. That was always... <laughs> like, so Dragon Ball was, like... An easy one for me because I was like, oh, this is what I like anyway. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And and I always loved the tournament format, like, for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. So even if it happened in, like, comics or any of that, that's why I think Shonen... It's easy to understand that, too, when you're, like, a kid and stuff. So I think that's why Shonen was a big deal and, like... Well, and I think definitely, like, the fighting and the tournaments and all that, for sure, like, it very much caters to, I would say, like, a male audience, whereas, like, versus for, like, me, for example, you know, I I love stuff that makes me feel, you can even ask Vince, I don't like happy music, I want sad music, give me the depressing shit, if it's a happy bop, I'm like, yeah, you know, fuck that, and so, like, even, there was one night that I watched this one movie that was like a dramedy where you can ask him. I was sobbing. I was laughing hysterically. I went and was like shoving pizza down my face. Cause I just needed to eat my feelers. Like he was even like, what the fuck is happening? Cause <laughs> yeah. like I was like an emotional roller coaster. And that's how I felt when I watched like Steins gate and stuff like that. And so I think that's why those animes for me are almost, they're almost more appealing in a sense. Like I said, you know, I love Dragon Ball Z. I love Super. They're amazing. But like Steinsgate, I laughed. I sobbed almost all the time. And I love something that'll give me a good cry. You know, and there's parts in Dragon Ball throughout the series. You show's got parts too. Well, yeah. And there's definitely Mm -hmm. parts with Dragon, you know, GBZ or Super where I've gotten like emotional and like, you know, cried a little and stuff like that. But there's just, there's other ones that have affected me more. And I just... I like that. I like stuff that makes well, me feel. Trigun doesn't end happy, so you might that like that. That is fine. Yeah, see, that's fine. And same with Cowboy Bebop. It goes, does not end happy. Trigun goes pretty dark. Yep, they he both do. He told me episode 12. He said it's another one like Steins. Yeah, he's like, once you hit episode 12. I'm pretty sure it's 12. It's right around the mid. But yeah, yeah that's right. when you start getting the overarching story more. And that's, once like Legato when shows up, shits. there's a guy named Legato. When he shows up, start paying attention because big shit's going to happen. Mm-hmm. All right. And like we were saying, by like, uh, so if you watch Cowboy Bebop or any of them shows from back then, they're all following the same format. So you're going to have mm-hmm. a period at the beginning where you're like, where are we going here? Yep. But <laughs> um, also at the time, you weren't 
I think that the reason we look for that now is because we get it so much and everything else these days. That's but true. Back then, you were just watching that show because it was a cool fucking show, and you didn't really think about the overarching shit until well, until it happens. And, and was you're it like, like I would say, like probably late '80s, early '90s was when we really started getting more anime over here, like where it was more accessible. Well, Akira and, was like the big one that that opened the door. Yep. Well, yeah, because I mean, I think I even before probably, yeah, you know, I think before like anime is probably just mainly, a, you know, like over in Japan and stuff, and then I think it started becoming more popular mm-hmm. over here, late '80s, early '90s. Well, and so. you know, it's funny, and I didn't think about it till we were talking about today. I've been rewatching Star Trek: Next Generation. It's the same way, wherein. You do have some overarching things like the Borg, for example, and the episodes where they deal with that are phenomenal. But you have a lot of just episodes where it's just them on the Enterprise doing their thing, and you kind of learn a little bit about the characters it's the with Thread well, of the Week. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same way here. And we have to think, too, you know, we just watched Steins Gate and saw that. So we're probably comparing, you know. Yeah, you're comparing True. it to like newer, right. newer type when of When they had that writing style fully fleshed out. But with Trigun, yeah. you guys are right. It was a very new writing style. And it was a little, I mean, it wasn't perfect yet, you know. I mean, it's still really good. but just Overall, well, though, this anime holds up, though. I think Because I just rewatched it less than six months ago and I think it holds up just fine. Well, and it's even got me thinking about even like 90s like shows that I will watch or even like sitcoms. So like for example... Episodic things Well, I was going to say for even... Even example with like Friends, the very first episode, you're thrown into Ross is divorcing his lesbian wife and Rachel ran out on her wedding and you're like, well, okay. You know what I mean? So they kind of throw you into the middle of that too even with the nanny it's kind of like that as well so even Mm -hmm. some of these older 90s -hmm. sitcoms and shows that i really love they do you're just kind of thrown into yeah well the middle of a story and then you you have the the situation or the bad guy of the week and they handle it in 30 minutes or less and true it's on to the next one where it has nothing to do with what just happened in the last one yeah and i and i don't think there's anything wrong with that no, and I, you know, I guess I don't either. I just, I just need to watch more of Trigun. Is just purely what it is, you know. I need oh, yeah. to get beyond just the basic, like as Vince said, you know, like wash, rinse, repeat, you know, kind mm-hmm. of thing. I just need to get beyond that, and then I think I'll get much more into it. Where I'll be like, hey, can we just watch one more? Would yeah, you? Tri- you know? Trigun is a a much more polished version of. Like we're saying, the episodic thing, but mm-hmm. those the episodic nature of it makes sense. Have and you becomes full circle, so the story is like try, uh, like Steins Gate in that way, where you'll see the end and you everything that happened in the initial shit will be like, oh, okay. I'll probably yeah. do the thing I, I do to Vince, right? Grab him, I'm like, oh my god. I don't remember. <laughs> it's an early episode, but I don't remember. Have you seen anything yet with Vash's left hand? No. No. Okay, but I know. And I won't give it. Arm metal. Because that's what I'm assuming. Is his left arm metal? Because that's what I think. Why do you think that? It looks like it is. Yeah, he's always wearing the glove and whatever. Well, but there's been moments where like you've almost like seen it, though, and it looks like he looks kind of reminds me of the Winter Soldier a little bit kind yeah, of thing, well, you know? But I can, no, I I told Vince that in the beginning. I'm like, his left arm is metal. I wonder why okay, it's metal. Okay, well, because there's an early episode where you, you get to see something with tied to that i won't say what but okay i just didn't know because it's an early episode so i didn't know if you guys no we haven't necessarily seen anything it's just the way his arm is drawn that i can tell that that's a metal arm Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it 
It's very perceptive. Yeah, I, yeah, it is actually like good on you. I will say that I love the art style of Trigun. I love his character design. Um, Almost knocked our mic. Yeah, over. because I've seen where his sleeve has gone, and it's like the black. Yeah, it's totally metal. I I noticed that in the very first episode, even. Mm-hmm. Why is it metal? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, don't I got Don't Google Dude, it. Yeah. By I'm the not time- Googling. I'm just like, I love his sunglasses. I kind of want a pair. I'm not they are cool, lie. aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah, I mean, he's cool. His and that's aesthetic, the thing. His aesthetic is really cool. Yeah, and I think just that like they the use red that. Jacket his red jacket reminds me of, well, I guess this would have been later, but I wonder if they... <laughs> Um, I don't know what the word modeled had, had um inspiration. had inspiration from him for Oron from Final Fantasy X Maybe. because he's yeah. got the red coat, one of his arms, the glasses. Yep, he's got the glasses, glasses, the spiky hair sticking up kind of thing. Like he very much reminds me of him a lot. Yeah, that's totally I could possible see that too. You yeah, know what I knows. also realized the uh, the other thing I don't like about Vash? I don't like the voice actor. I'm not. Hey, a fa- I, that's I'm, Johnny Young Bosch you're talking about. I'm sorry, but I ju- there's something about his voice, and I'm just not a fan of. For what it's worth, this was his first dub ever. It's I, he almost sounds too high pitched. Like it, no, I'm that's like, fair. You know what I'm saying? For somebody that's supposed to be such a badass, I would expect but a little more than like. On well, he's put, yeah, he's putting on a show. Will remember? it change? Will yes. It change? Yeah! Okay. All right. All right. He's put, it's he, a right. sad show. It really well, is. It may not. He see is it. putting on a show, but he's not. Yeah, he is, but he isn't. Yeah. Like so, the goofy fucking stumbling around and somehow missing every, like that's an act. But his nice guy shit is not. Yeah, like, he is a nice well, guy. Yeah, dude, look at Oron. It's his left arm as well. Look at that. Yeah. He's the guy that, you know, like I said, he's afraid of what he's capable of, and he's trying to, like, keep that. Yep. Uh, like, it's stay out of situation. He's like a, like they say, it's better to be uh, a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. So that's, like, him. So he's, but he's trying to. Keep stay away from that because he knows that he could fucking really cause some damage. Well, yeah, and I've definitely picked up on that because through each episode, I mean, you see where, yeah, he does look like he's being an idiot, but I know that he is very much calculating. Yeah, he's dodging everything on purpose. Yes, he's yeah. dodging everything on purpose, and that's very apparent, you know, which, which I do like because you definitely, you pick up on that stuff right away, but I think it's just... The or, questions in my mind that's driving me nuts is I'm or, like I need little answers. Or he'll shoot, you know, and it'll he'll make it like look like he got bumped or something, and he's like, oh, but still hits the target exactly, exactly what, what he was wanting to. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. yeah, and this is a normal world with normal bullets, so he's dodging regular bullets. Right. Well, yeah. and that's kind of the thing that I also have found interesting about it too is that there. I mean, I know there was like the big dude with like the mechanical arm or whatever, but, like, I, I kind of like that we're not dealing with, like, aliens and, like, otherworldly shit. I guess as of right now, I mean, maybe that could come up. So but do you think they're on Earth? No. 
Good. You're I was right. gonna say no. I, two I sons. no. They have two well, sons. Well, I was seeing and, how much she was paying attention. Well, yeah, no, because I'm like they're on a weird. Is Tatooine the desert planet? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Is like a Tatooine, but more of like a midwestern. Have you seen the giant light bulb looking things yet? Yeah, because there's the, those yeah. matter. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I assume so because we've seen them everywhere. But yeah, they go to that town where that plant with all those light bulbs. Um, has been damaged and destroyed. And oh, is that, so you've seen that episode? Yes, that's the one with where the Nebraska he, where, family. Where he fixes it? No, 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 no. Oh, it's not okay. fixed yet. Mm-hmm. They end up leaving. So what does that, that say to you, like all of that? Yeah, all, all of we what just said. Put the dots together. What do you think? Illuminati that, confirmed. What do you think that means? Well, no, that's she's going to spoil it for herself. No, not necessarily. Well, I, I mean, it doesn't tell you. What do you mean? The light bulbs? Like the plants? Yeah. Like that and like them being on another planet and like what do you think that means for humanity? And how'd they get there? So this would be like in the future, right? I mean, it's probably like the colonization of Mars or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Although Mars doesn't have two stars. It doesn't matter. It's a fucking desert planet. Give it to me, okay? Just shh. (laughs) But yeah, like something like that for sure. But that's what I'm saying. It reminds me of like a colonization because even their houses are very primitive they look like Mm -hmm. almost like a Mm -hmm. you know mud and water kind of they built it out of the sands and and the dirt and all that kind of stuff you know very um agrarian no in the (laughs) south what are the like is it what do they call them pueblos is that what they called them is that the type of housing yeah yeah like that very like pueblo style housing because i even told vince that too as we were watching i was like yeah it's very deserty like it all looks the same i've noticed the two suns i even told him that i was like it's like mm-hmm. star wars to me it's like a star wars it's planet interesting architect but a shitty city in colorado <laughs> i'll say that much <laughs> well and it's almost like a failed uh yeah would you and say I, things went to plan or not yeah well no because every town is dying they don't have water really most of the plants don't work well, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it seems like every town that they have gone to is very desolate. It's dying, you know, I mean, because <clears throat> you had the one with the mansion where that guy's essentially hoarding all the water for himself. And obviously when they defeat him and kind of like destroy his whatever and all the water goes back to the town, that one will be OK. But as far like all the others. Yeah, though, but for like, how long, you know? Well, yeah. yeah, but like even the town that they went to where they got that guy's daughter, uh, who the guy, the 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 oh God, he killed everybody. I don't remember what they, the, the Grim Reaper dude. Oh, the um, like with him, that was a prosperous town. And then he took over. So I'm. it's very much like. Does you it feel like a western? At yes, least? I feel like I'm watching I, a spaghetti one western. Of the, that's Good. one of the things I love the most about it. It's yeah. like I'm a big fan of the cowboy theme and, well, and especially western the movies. And, hair. Like you know, the sheriff having the big old curly yeah. mustache. Yeah. Well, well see, it's funny. I'm writing my own weird western that's uh, somewhat similar to this, but goes in a very different direction. But I love this. It's a genre that doesn't get done a lot, and I like it. See, and I'm definitely, I'm not a big Western genre type person, like, at all. I, it's not really my jam. And so, and and maybe that has part of it for me as well in the beginning of this with kind of struggling to get into it a little bit, you know, is that Westerns just were never really my thing. I like some John Wayne and, 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 and what Westerns have you seen? I don't know. Name some. Have you seen Good, Bad, and the Ugly? Yes. Who's in it? Clint Eastwood. And? 
like Quigley Down Under. That's a fucking dope ass. Yeah. Uh, so High Plains Drifter. Have you seen that? <clears throat> no. Where Clint Eastwood's a ghost. Oh, that would be interesting. Or Pale Rider, where he's the angel of death. No. See, yeah, no. Unforgiven. I... Like, oh, dude, the Unforgiven's amazing, too. Like, oh, it's so good. There's so I like many good westerns. Smoke. <laughs> well, <laughs> or The Searchers. I never saw John Wayne. Like, I hadn't seen The Searchers growing Blazing up, and then I saddles. watched it. I watched The Searchers, and to see John Wayne in, like, an e- almost evil role was interesting. I was like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> see, I, I really like John Wayne movies. Like, I've seen. You should watch The Searchers. It's awesome. I love True Grit, The Quiet Man, El Dorado. I mean, it. Ooh, I like Tombstone. That's a Western, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, Tombstone's see, okay. Ooh, yeah. 310 to Yuma. I'll be your Huckleberry. I still yeah. want to watch that since I'll be setting headstones for a job tomorrow. <laughs> okay, we can totally do that. But yeah, you know, and I like I love 310 to Yuma. That was pretty good. But I... <sighs> she hates Westerns, but... You yeah. just listed yeah. ten, 10 that you like. Whatever. Yeah. I hate Westerns, but I love this. I this, love this, all this. of yeah. these. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. <laughs> Not a fan, though. Yeah, they fucking suck. Okay, that that was like me with mafia movies, and then I was watching The Sopranos. And I I'm like, don't like mafia. And then I'm thinking about all the mafia shit but that I've seen fellas, though, and how much really I good. like it all, and I'm like, I guess they do like this. Yeah. No, I no, don't. Yeah, I don't. I would look say what like they did to my boy. Mafia executed <laughs> my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I like in uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights when they have the guy pretend to be the Godfather and he's got a bunch yeah. of gauze in his mouth and has to like pull it out and that's why he's Men in Tights is a great movie. That yeah. is such a fucking phenomenal. That is probably my favorite Mel Brooks movie. Fucking honestly. Dave Chappelle. He's like, hold on, bad guys. He, I need some air. And he I love when he starts he, pumping up pumping, his Air Jordans. I like yeah. how his name is. <laughs> I like how he is. You know. Achu, you know? Yeah. He's like, His dad's a sneeze. Ah, sneeze. Father of Achu. <laughs> yeah. No. Achu? No, Achu. <laughs> Bless you. No, that's... <laughs> That's my name. And Blinken, I love his um, Braille yeah. Playboy. Yeah, yeah. I was like feeling the boobs. When up. they move the castle and the <laughs> toilet gets left behind. <laughs> I mean, like, they're taking the castle, could repone it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. HMR blockheads. <laughs> oh Dude, that movie's so good. I have it seen is. that movie so many times. I when I was younger, Will Scarlett O'Hara, what, I had such a crush on him. Is it the main guy? No, that no. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's um, What's his name? Matt Damon. Mm-mm. Robin of Loxley. <laughs> Robin of Loxley. <laughs> My horse, a kingdom for horse. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um Will uh, Scarlett O'Hara. He's the um Hispanic guy that has the knives. Very gorgeous, like dark flowy hair. Mm, I don't remember that character, but I uh, I spent a while. I will show you. Hold on. I will say History of the World Part One is my favorite Mel Brooks <laughs> Count film. Count Demone. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> dude, You've so, never dude, seen it. So you'll love this. So they go. They uh, so they're covering the history of the world, obviously, and they jump to Louis the Fourteenth. And he's like, I love the people. It's Mel Brooks. And he starts skeet shooting peasants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that. You're like this I'm, one. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay, I remember this him. This guy. Oh okay. Yep. When he uh, beats Little John and yep. he falls in the creek, he's with like, the... "Help! I'm drowning. I can't swim." When they're fighting with like the <laughs> sticks, you know, and then they start like sword fighting with. I love he's it. Just whacking him in the fingers. 
And then you have Mel Brooks that's performing circumcisions with his little um, guillotine. He's like, yeah. you just put it in here and nip the tip. Well, what was like, what? Oh. I know. Yeah. Well, what's funny about it is Patrick Stewart's in that. And in Star Trek, there's an episode where he gets sent by Q, him and his crew, gets sent to the world of Robin Hood where he is Robin Hood. So I always thought that was kind of funny. I don't and know which one came King- first. I don't either, but I love that he plays. Isn't he King Richard? Doesn't he say it's good to be the king in that one? Yes. Yeah, that's from History of the World Part One. It's good to be and the I king. And I love when the sheriff of Rottingham, like he eats the life, he eats the lifesaver, and then Latrine, she like kidnaps him and oh, takes yeah. him back to her place. Latrine. Latrine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an amazing movie. Like I said, I've seen it. A few, I can sing the whole "We're Men in Tight" song. I miss song. movies like that, man. So do I. Well, yeah. it's so offensive. I'm actually amazed that they were doing uh, "Blazing Saddles" in the theaters for this. Throwback cinema. You know, I kind of was too, honestly. Because yeah. I mean, dude, that yeah. I, I one time watched in Colorado at Jack's. He had one friend who is definitely more on like the SJW side things. It was funny to watch him fucking twitching through all the N words and shit. I'm just laughing my ass off. Because <laughs> to me, like it's hilarious to yeah. me. Like I, but also I think when. When I watch stuff like that, too, like you do think about the times that stuff came out. And that's why I am, uh, you know, I'm kind of opposed like to the whole cancel culture thing, because we really I mean, times do change everything like comedy has changed so much over the years. And and I'm sorry, but what was more inclusive, the humor back then when we all could laugh at our stereotypes or the humor now, where if you joke about that, you have to have a disclaimer. I'm joking. Yeah, you have to have a disclaimer. Or a public apology. Yeah, yeah you know, and, and it's like that seems more segregated to me Same. than how it was in the past. Mm-hmm. Well, it, I don't know. We, uh, we are. step backwards. Well, it is because you think about it. Everything is about intersectionality and what you identify as and what little group you're a part of. It's very segmented. Mm-hmm. Uh, in society instead you know because we can't just be all americans or what have you right we're you know well people, are, people are cliquish people are like yeah. people general. are identifying themselves based on maybe like one small group that they're you know uh, okay not even small groups are i don't mean it like that but just based off of one Dem- one aspect or like demographic of who they are is like you know their whole identity and it's like when i just i miss the the broader spectrum of people and who you are as a person than just this we're one meant, thing we're meant to live in like little tribes you know what i mean you're supposed to live around like a hundred people max it's like we are tribal that's, by nature so and that's where that comes from is like mm-hmm. so, you're made to know only so many people anyway. Mm. I think after a few hundred, you just start forgetting faces and shit. Yeah. yeah. Because you can not You can only remember a certain amount of people. I can't remember how many. I, I know what you're talking about, though. I think it's like but, 150 or some shit. And that's where that comes from. You can't... It's hard to have empathy for everyone. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then that's why in big cities, you just, it turns into like people not giving a fuck about each other. And, well, yeah. yeah, everyone's anonymous. Yeah, yeah, you you don't even look at each other when you walk past, or I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yep, it's, it's very different going to you know, because like even me, so I was born here in Casper, raised in Glenrock, Wyoming. You know, twenty five hundred people, very tiny. Even here in Casper, where there's like sixty thousand people, literally everybody knows everybody up here. It's you cannot go to Walmart without seeing or running into somebody you know kind of thing and and sometimes i i like that when when i go to denver for concerts or even like loveland 
Fort Collins kind of thing or when Vince and I went to Minneapolis last year. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's nice when you're somewhere like that where not everybody knows everybody and you can just go do your own thing and you don't have to give a fuck about what anybody else is doing or if I have to run into so-and-so and, -so and mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah, you can go shopping and not worry about having an hour-long conversation with somebody. It's like, oh my god. Or running into my pastor as I'm coming out of the liquor store that's with like two cases and a pint, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. That's why if I see somebody, I don't like stop. I'm like, oh, hey, hey. And just keep like, Sa oh, going. Oh, same. You I keep I mean? going to him. Yeah. Like, I do not want to talk to you. Nope. I'm, I'm not here to fucking, I hate Walmart I am not anyway. here to socialize. If I am out and about, I don't want to talk to you. I want to get my shit and go home, you know? Like, I don't, I don't want to visit in the freezer section by the frozen pizzas for an hour. Yeah, that's... About that's you met so my mom, rude anyway. My mom used to do that. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. So, like, I think mine, too. Where you're just like, oh, can we go? I'm like, can yeah. we please leave Walmart? Because it is just... You're like, oh, my God, I want to go home. Yeah. Yeah, so you're like, I don't want to be in the store any fucking longer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's always frustrating. But at the same time, um, like for me working in a library, I do like the sense of community as well. So there's, it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword where sometimes you do like being in a community or your own little group, and sometimes you don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> what are you, gay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love it. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, you know, this has been... These are, I mean, these first five episodes of Trigun is very hard to cover. Um, there's yeah. not much to them yet. And like you guys are saying, there's so much more. I think we've so said what we more. need to say, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Also, look for the cat in every episode. I found it so far. <laughs> yep. The every time I'm great. like, it's the kitty. Yep, it is in everyone. It's just, it's a fun little thing for me to like keep an eye out for I, do they make it more obscure in future episodes because right now it's been pretty i obvious. mean sometimes you can uh, it's hard to spot it but sometimes it's obvious it I just felt depends bad for him, though one of his little ears the hair was burned off in the last episode it was sad <laughs> but basically from what i understand the author just like drawing him in so <laughs> he's so yeah, it's cute like a little easter egg that's just something he like he reminds yeah. me of the little cat that's always hanging out on uh bulma's dad's shoulder yeah. all the time yeah yeah you know yeah I didn't yeah. install a muffin button. <laughs> <laughs> Don't press the start button. What, the does, start he what button. does he say to Bulma's mom? Oh, uh, wives are for kissing, not talking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see a beer with that sandwich, honey. Or I don't see a sandwich with that beer, honey. <laughs> yeah, I don't see a sandwich with that beer. All it did was make uh. me want a sandwich with my beer that I was drinking while we, we were, were watching We it. were drinking beer, yeah. We were, and I was like, God, I want a sandwich. Like yeah. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, some of the shit they uh. say in that. It's see, hilarious. I don't see a sandwich with that. <laughs> <laughs> there have been a few times I always thought about pulling a joke on you that I think you would fuck me up for. What? One of these days you leave your phone out. I just want to hop on your Facebook and change your uh, occupation to master sandwich maker. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really just, I, love sandwiches. I love when I Mr. make bomb ones. So I'm like, I don't know if I can be offended by that. I mean. Yeah. My favorite line in all of DBZ Bridge is, oh, look, a woman who doesn't know any better. <laughs> Mr. Popo. Dude, he's the best part of it. Oh, dude. Yeah. Mr. Popo is fucked up in the best way possible. Yeah. See, so remember when we could joke about like our stereotypes as wife and husband 
you know, husband being a dumb, o- you know, oaf and the wife right. being like a stern. Meh. That's like the whole, yep. you know, sitcom formula, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. I miss really? that too. Like family guy. that much anymore. Dude, mm-hmm. I do too. But even like as like Big Bang Theory went on, sometimes some of the jokes in that, even as later seasons went on, I'm surprised they got away with truthfully. Like there's a few um, where there's one of the later ones where. You know, Sheldon is like, you know, you women already got Thor and Ghostbusters. Leave something for the men <laughs> kind of thing, you know, and shit like that that I honestly was really surprised. Well, when you think about it, though, that show, most of the comedy is predicated on making fun of the male characters. They are typically the source of most of the comedy, like getting, you know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, these nerds with your fucking comics. Like, you know, I mean. It, oh, com- and I love it, though, because I'm like, I'm one of those nerds. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, I enjoy it, but I'm just saying, you know, it is definitely one of those shows where none of the male characters are what I think we would consider over very masculine or very healthy examples of what a man should be, you know. And that's just pretty common nowadays because, like, even just what does it mean to be a man is clearly something in question in today's society. And some people are like, oh, I got to be like Jordan Peterson or Andrew Tate, you know, to, you know what I mean? Are like, those football players? No. No. No, they are not. Who are they? Andrew Tate's that fucking oh. bald dude who got arrested in Romania for trafficking and shit. Yeah, he, but he, he's very. That doesn't help me. I he, well, don't listen love the well, response. He's, a lot of, he, you can agree with some of the things you can't, that he says You can, but he, then. What he does is. Uh, Gives, oh, it gives oh, a lot. He gives, yeah, uh, yeah. He, he gives men like a, advice and shit, a boost in just Who's like the he's other like dude? Jordan Peterson, and he, and they're like very much like don't let anybody like tell you that you're like toxically that ma- you're toxic. Yeah, your masculinity is to- toxic. I mean, it's what we're. He's just like you have a like. He's almost like a. What do you what would you call it? Like to where you're you're like we have our roles as like humans. Yeah, and, and well, men, men that, have their and masculinity has a role, and it's not a toxic thing to be masculine. It's just, mm-hmm. I mean, I think you can be toxically masculine, like a yeah. just a straight in dickhead. Cer- yeah, in certain aspects, for sure. If you're being a fucking asshole, but like just being masculine in itself isn't uh toxic no right but the reason why they're ha- why they make millions of dollars and why they're popular is because so many people don't have many like they don't know what masculinity is okay, or have yeah, role models i, I just yeah. read the most like a tweet from andrew tate on uh april 30th okay I, yeah mm-hmm. what do he say Avoid women who go to festivals. They're either on some loser's table who's feeding them cocaine or in a crowd of sweaty peasants because they're a sweaty peasant. <laughs> Endless Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's fucking great. <laughs> it's not over. Oh, he said, Endless Instagram stories screaming and having fun to prove to the world they're worthless. Hard pass, Festa hose. <laughs> That is fucking funny. Oh Did you my. see what he did with Greta Van Thurnberg where he recorded like a video like all his 30 Bugattis and shit because she's that environmentalist oh, shit? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, he, he, he's a cunt. He really is, but, but he could be funny. funny. As fuck. Yeah. And he makes a lot of sense a lot of the time. I mean, 
you know, everybody else, you know, claims like, let me live the way I want to. Let him live the way he wants to, I guess. If y'all want to be able to live the way you want to, let other people hey, as well. But, but really, you get, he's a fucking funny motherfucker. Yeah. But oh you get God. why, like, kids <laughs> would, like, like teenagers would be inspired by him because he's got fucking Rolexes, Bugatti. He's a social media influencer. That's yeah. why. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And let's face it, we... We love to watch people live their best lives online and either worship them or hate on them. I mean, yeah. like look at like the Kardashians. Jordan even. Peterson is a is a legit intellectual. He's though. a He's Canadian a, psychologist. Yeah, I was he, that up dude's on a him. motherfucking genius. So, I mean, motherfucking uh, lyrical Walt Disney. Yeah, he is too. <laughs> what, was, <laughs> what was that? If I it? eat fish sticks, how am I a fish? <laughs> <laughs> You're a gay fish. Come on, man. Uh, I'm going home, boys. Because <laughs> I'm a motherfucking gay fish. Gay fish, yo. Yeah, motherfucking gay fish. I'm a fish, yo. That shit's so funny. Oh, so yeah. Funny. I'm a fish, yo. That's what he says. Dude, I... So many good episodes of that fucking show. Hell yeah. Yeah. We, we were talking about the Vagisil one. Oh my God. We quote yep. just all kinds of shit from Sit that show all the time. My flame. Diligently. <laughs> That's I, what he does when he knows I'm mad at him. He's like, I love you. You're my flame, my muse. And I'm like, fuck your flame and muse. <laughs> I also really love the TSA episode. Yeah, oh my go. God. Excuse me, sir. Just need to check inside your asshole. Who's, who, who's the big boy? Are you a big boy, sir? I'm a big boy. I took yeah. a big boy poop. Yeah, very big boy poop, sir. She's all wiping his ass. Dude, oh I, I love that show, and I'm really disappointed how offended people get because clearly they did not grow up watching it. Yeah, like, that's the point. It's they literally make fun of anybody and every. It does not matter who you are. You, you like. And that's what I like about South Park is they do. They make fun of everybody. And I think if you can't laugh at yourselves, you know, there's a problem. Well, see, cr credits to where credits do. The Mormons handled it better than a lot because they've got like the Book of Mormon and that shit episode. like that. Yeah. Dum, 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 dum. 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 <laughs> Joseph Smith, he was a prophet. Dum, 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 dum. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? You don't see them going on jihad for that shit. Like, they just rolled <laughs> with it. So. I don't know the rest of it. Yeah, they just, it's the whole episode. They're like explaining. Yeah. It. I know they are. Oh, but it's I all don't dum, 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 dum. I know. And he claimed he found some plates. Dum, 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 dum. You know? <laughs> and then the little chick's name, they're like, smart, 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 smart. Because <laughs> she burned the pages or whatever, you know? Dude, yeah. we're always quoting the Honey Boo Boo episode. We're like, Honey Boo Boo, Honey Boo Boo, what are you going to tell them judges when you got a pig heart? I'm going to say my heart sweet butter, child. <laughs> I just like, now she thinks she's a pack of dirt. Yeah. <laughs> I want that one. It gave me the evil eye. <laughs> Her favorite snack is skeddy and butter. butter. <laughs> <laughs> she's Although, all rooting around like a pig. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that I resonate with the uh, goth kids. Those are my people. Yeah. My How name's me? Night Pain. Yeah. Looks like a blood demon took a shit on your head. <laughs> 
They're listening to that here. When they dance, it's the greatest. <laughs> I love it. And when they listen to it, it's like Charlie Burn Brown. Burn down, hot topic. Burn <laughs> it down. What's the most depressing place we could send somebody? Scottsdale. Scottsdale. <laughs> <laughs> they hate the vampire kids. They're like, we drink coffee because it's bad for us. Perthay. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's bad for we us. We smoke cigarettes and drink coffee because it's bad for us. I just love it. We like drink blood, Perthay. Birthday, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Butter thinks he's an actual vampire. Oh yeah! And he goes to Mike Cartman and he thinks that he's gay and yeah. like tried to what come after fuck? him. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the whole like the South Park is the gift that keeps on giving. I love that show. I love it. Oh fuck. But anyway, oh. I think we're <laughs> at the end of this episode. Yeah. Uh, it was a funny fun one though dudes yeah absolutely and uh yeah. once you guys get a little bit further in trigun i feel there's a lot more that can be said i think a goal should be maybe 10 episodes we'll try to hit for this week watching through for chelsea and i because we only got to the fifth episode so. yeah well yeah i mean if you watch five or six more then you you guys will be like all right something going right. on here this legato dude's kind of creepy yeah What's this episode hell? i figured was going to be just kind of a more off the rail one because yeah it's really hard to cover these first few episodes or it's not and and to be fair we we get that it, it is one of those things that there's a lot of mystery without a lot right. of answer right now and we but, definitely you know get i'm that. not going to uh stop watching or anything I, and you've I think never it seen will. it right you very off and on like i was saying a little bit last night um it was on like sometimes after dragon ball z on toonami yep. Yep. or mm-hmm. you know or i think even eventually like adult swim picked it up for their that later was the shit. best run of toonami right you had all the good shit mm-hmm. but it wasn't i, I didn't seek it out as much as i did like dragon ball you know what i mean oh I, yeah so that's where, like, sometimes it would come on afterwards, and I would just let it play and watch. Um, but, but you weren't, like, into it, like, drag. Like, I get that, because that's what I would do. I would go home and be, like, in. I would, fu- like, fully watch Dragon Ball. Like, nobody, mm. don't even fucking talk to me. Yeah. I, I will say but if then, there is... Oh, go ahead. No, sorry. But then the other, like, it's like he said, the other shows, I just kind of put them on and be like, I thought it was, like, cool, but... I didn't watch Trigun until I was like in my 20s. Yeah, same. I mean, I knew of it growing up because obviously he's very distinctive looking. Um, but yeah, yeah I didn't. you always recognize it, but I didn't mm-hmm. really actually watch it. Yeah, I um, until well, and I'm very much a type of person, anyways. That I'm going to give something a fair shot. Like you know, this is 26 episodes. I want to at least give something halfway if I can, you know, yeah. and halfway through, I feel like that's a good point where if you're still not enjoying it, then okay, you're probably not going to like the later half, but, um, I think but you I know I there's think you will. so much more to this, but yeah, it's been very off and on. I was telling Scott, like there's some stuff that I do remember, but it, it was so long ago too. Like this is earlier when Toonami, for me anyways, like early in my Toonami watching, so maybe like eight or nine. And so it, it's been a very hot minute for me yeah. since. I, if there's something this. I will say that's interesting comparing it to Cowboy Bebop, because sometimes they do get compared because it came out right around the same time. They both do the Space Cowboy thing in different ways. But the thing about Trigun that's interesting is it deceives you because when you first watch these first few episodes, if you were a kid at the time, 
you wouldn't recognize, like you wouldn't immediately guess this is going to go dark. This is going to be deep. This is going to have some interesting themes to explore because it starts out, you know, kind of just seeming silly and lighthearted with Cowboy Bebop. I mean, as soon as you hear the smooth jazz and the, from the intro, you know that it's special because there was nothing else like it at the time. And uh, so, you know, with Cowboy Bebop, you're in for a ride. But with Trigun, you don't. And I will admit, I, I mean, the music for Trigun is still badass. Don't get me wrong. But I still feel even its intro is not implausible given the time. You know what I mean? Right. So I do feel that Trigun is a bit deceptive because it's really easy to think this is a dumb kids show that doesn't have any substance to it it definitely comes across that way in the first couple episodes well i mean hell a lot of part like the first huge big part of dragon ball i feel like is that way too you know mm-hmm. and even a little bit of the beginning of dbz you know they kind of it, it really does seem a little goofy on the surface but then as you keep watching it's like oh okay there's a lot of serious shit in this yes and yeah. so trigun and it is interesting, uh, and this is something that, for me, uh, I do purposely to appreciate it, is where we are today with entertainment is everything's got to be instant payoff, fast, now, 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 now. You look at something like, I mean, even John Wick, I love John Wick, but action, like, almost right out of the gate every time, right? Beginning John Wick 2, chasing those dudes on motorcycles, walk, you know, all that. And I'm very guilty of that. I am very one, very much one of those people. Well, that people can be fun, too. That I'm oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not knocking it, but it can... That's yeah. why a lot of people, I mean, I, I piss them off, you know, um, but... I'm not a fan of the first Lord of the Rings just for that reason, you know. Or I mean, that's my favorite because I, I love it. And see, I love uh, a slow and burn. And that's where I piss a lot of people off. But yeah, with but being like an instant kind of gratification person in that kind of a medium is yeah, you know, you could see though where Lord of the Rings the first movie is a little bit you know for someone like me, trudgy, you know, where it's like, God damn it, we're an hour and a half in, and you guys haven't left the fucking shire. <laughs> you know, I'm like, get the fuck on. We get it. They're drunk midgets that like to party. Fucking go. Let's yeah. get this walk. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you look at my fa- my favorite film, Blade Runner. It was uh, criticized by one newspaper as being, uh, they nicknamed it Blade Crawler because they didn't like how slow the plot is. And when I I first watched that movie around 10 years old, and I didn't get it, obviously. And yeah, it was one of those, this is boring. But now I love slow burns. And that is rare today. On slow burns, because I think with certain ones, you get more of a plot right away. Whereas, and those ones I can handle, because even with Lord of the Rings, in, in the very, very, very beginning, of the movie, you have Galadriel talking about the rings, about the evil that it caused, and how now this hobbit has this ring. And then you go into the slow burn of them taking it to Mordor, but we already know essentially, you know, what's going to be happening. Okay, there's this evil ring, this hobbit ended up with it, something's going to happen with it. Whereas, you know, there are other slow burns where. You know, say like even with this, you know, Trigun or whatever. I know Lord of the Rings and Trigun are completely separate things. But just for lack of better comparisons, it's so slow burn to where I feel like I have no plot at all. Where at least in the beginning of Lord of the Rings, you have something. Yeah. Well, and and I think the reason why I'm an instant gratification person is because you, with slow burns, like... 
instant gratification shows or movies or anything, you know, basically within the first half hour of a movie or the first, you know, say four episodes of what you're getting into and if it's something that you're going to like or not. Whereas I have been like, I've watched slow burn things, TVs and uh, TV shows and movies where the payoff at the end, you know, you go through all that slow burn and the payoff is very anticlimactic and you're like, oh, well, fuck, I just spent all this time watching this for something that was really dumb, you know? Yeah. And so that's where I feel like that that's why I'm that way is because I hate getting like wasting that much time just for something that's like, that was stupid, <laughs> you know, Yeah. which I'm not saying this will be, but I think I'm just saying like, that's why I think I'm an instant gratification person, but I do like slow burns like Steins Gate and um, shows like that where it, the payoff is worth it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's very much, I didn't feel like I wasted my time at all. You know, show. the payoffs, you know, it is worth it in Lord of the Rings, but God damn it. By the end of it, I just want Sam to chuck Frodo into the fires oh, everybody of Mount Doom Frodo as well. I end. know we all hate him at the end. It's worth it, but God, Sam Wise is died a, a true hero. Everyone agrees on well, that. They wouldn't have made it without him. Yeah. No, yeah Sam... If you don't agree on that, you're an idiot. I'm sorry. But... I mean, the party's main strength is him and Aragorn. That's yep. it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, That's Frodo it, yeah. has no fucking spine by the end of it. Yeah, well, it's the ring wearing on him, though. He's not. Yeah. Well, and Frodo. That's true. Frodo was a uh, analogy for the PTSD and the sh- the suffering that Tolkien himself went through, and how he's a shell of himself in the end. Well, yeah, because Frodo is never normal in the end of it, and they even talk about that in the book, which is why he ends up going. To um, what did they call it? Never, the undying never lands. Have you guys the undying ever, lands. You guys have seen Lord of the Rings, right? On YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God! Uh, it is like Dragon Ball Z abridged, but with Lord I of the Rings. It's don't, great. Like they use CGI to make the end scene. I love this one. They make Frodo's eyes all cross-eyed and fucked up when he's laying oh, in bed. Oh yes, I've <laughs> and, seen it. And it's just a dub over like them laughing, but with stupid fucking laughs. They're like, <laughs> and he's like, Gandalf. Yeah, it all fucked up. <laughs> Get off. That part's st- weird anyway. I know. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not. If you've read the books, like I love, I have. Have but you guys seen Clerks? I don't too? think it's weird. I think they are just so happy to see everybody. Because think about dealing with those ring wraiths right away. They're just, just like it's the slow motion that makes it weird. Yeah, I don't know. It does. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I will die. Me, me, and my best friend Alex will die on this hill. That we love Lord of the Rings, the movies. They are perfect, and you will have never. You got, have you seen? You've seen Clerks too, but have yes. you guys seen of Clerks too? I think so. Yeah. Um, I love when he's explaining why he's a Star Wars fan over Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And towards the end, he talks about that end scene. He's like, "Yeah," and Samwise leans in the doorway and looks at Frodo with that very gay fucking look as if you know i was wondering at that moment if he was going to tell all the other little hobbits to fuck off so he could saunter over frodo and suck him off mm-hmm. and then he's like and then right before the credits end he bricks in his mouth and that dude throws up <laughs> he's so mad about him shitting on lord of the rings he's like oh, you mother <laughs> yeah with the fucking uh onion ring when he's a uh, one ring <laughs> Yeah, he just like whips his head back, like, "Oh my god, I thought you guys were gonna start rubbing your preciouses." 
Yeah, that's how, that's how me and my, my friend Alex are that about Lord is. of the Rings. Like, we... I love it. I watch it all the time. Poor Vince when the he would come The books are home. good as fuck. Oh, the books are amazing. The part when they go through, they're making, going through that shortcut to get into Mordor through the... With and Shelob that, and shit. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the characters you don't really get any, like, the full context of. Exactly. In the movie. So that's one thing that, I mean, there's a whole history just for that giant well, spider. Even, like, the army right. of the undead, that was one of my most favorite parts in the books was yeah. when they went to go get them. And, yeah. yeah, and I just loved it. And when they did the whole battle... um, with like the elephants and stuff like that, with the army of the undead, like the books are just you just get more history and on everything. And you get more of like uh, Faramir, who's one of my favorite characters oh. in the books. And by the way, since Scott, what about Niramir? And Scott is here. <laughs> I just gotta say that movie has ruined me watching a specific fucking NFL team. Since Scott had what? to bring it up, we were playing. A Madden game one time, and the Madden games, you know, they try to get the sound as realistic as possible. Oh, the stadiums. stadiums. And, you know, true to real life, every time the Minnesota Vikings score first <laughs> down, they have a horn that goes, and every time we would play this fucking game, Scott would go, the Horn of Gondor. <laughs> yeah. And so now, watching live football in real life, when they score or get a fucking first down, I hear that godforsaken horn, and I can't help but see fucking Legolas's face in my mind going, I'm going to ruin shit. And I was like, God damn it. Like, I was watching a 49er Viking game, and I could not fucking take it seriously for the first two fucking quarters. Because I just kept thinking, Horn of Gondor. Horn of Gondor. <laughs> You're like, fuck. Yeah, I, I was just, like, God damn it. I just always think of the ancient YouTube video of they're taking the hobbits too wise and God. Yeah. God, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the bad lip reading shit. Have you seen any of that? Oh, yes. yeah. I love the Star Wars one when they have uh, Yoda singing Flock of Seagulls. <laughs> A cousin and I wrote Lord of the Rings fan fiction. Of course. I shit you know, we totally did. Of course she did. Wigglis <laughs> yeah. grabs her thigh. Yeah. Something Spoken. like that. Oh Frodo <laughs> put the one ring somewhere no! special. Ew. <laughs> I don't know. Around his cock. Uh, yes. Hello, do we not know? <laughs> it magically stretched to fit. <laughs> no. It was invisible, but she could feel everything. None inch. of the hobbits, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Out of the void came some white fluid. <laughs> I hate you all. I love you. I love it reminds you. me of the time we're going Iron Maiden in Utah, and you're fucking. Were you listening to it or something like? <laughs> no, we were talking about fan fiction, so I found one with like Santa and Jesus. And no, Santa. you found one with uh, Dean Winchester and Castiel. Uh. Oh yeah. That's yeah, there was one. one where he, yeah, he's like, I feel it in my stomach. And I'm like, oh, my <laughs> fucking <laughs> God. Oh, God, dude. The, the Hitler and Santa alive. one was hilarious. People could be pretty fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With those. They can, yeah. That's how uh, Fifty Shades of Grey started was a... Um, Twilight fanfic. Yep. <laughs> Shit, you not. So oh, it started with the Twilight characters, and then she yeah, she kinda... she started yep. out as a Twilight fanfic, and then it turned into um something that pissed off the whole BDSM community. Yep. <laughs> Why? Because it uh, she knew nothing really about a it. The, yes. Yeah. Well, what it is is um uh, uh consent is a big thing in that. It and is a lot of them. You know, they have their. 
He's like, is this okay? They're set rules. Well, and- you know, safe words and shit. You've heard of safe words, you know, stuff like that. They they ba- pretty much a lot of times. Mine from- would be clam chowder. Fair. Pizza. New England Mama clam me. chowder. That's funny. Is that the red or the white? <laughs> I've seen memes where it's like Worcestershire sauce or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like some crazy ass word. Yeah. But yeah, she just, she didn't write it well. And so people that, they very much take it seriously. And you know, there are. Didn't write it well. No, she didn't. And you know, there's. I thought it was super famous. I mean, it was, it's but it was smut. it was porn for housewives. Is what yeah. I read them when me and Vince first got together. I'd be sitting <laughs> on his futon reading them as he's playing football, uh-huh. and he's I'd be turning all red, you know. And he'd be like, "Did you get to a steamy part?" And I'm like, "Just hiding behind <laughs> the book." You know, I kind of feel like that episode <laughs> of South Park though, where Randy keeps taking Sharon to plays. Blow job. I kind of wanted to be like, "Oh, you want the next book?" Blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she blows him on the th- Yeah. <laughs> Shelly, Spider-Man loves you. Uh, I'm like, hey, you want the, the new book? Randy's like one of the best characters in that He show. really is, <laughs> like, honestly. Sharon. 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 In the most recent one when he parties on spring break and he's like, Sharon, can you come home? And she's like, well, Randy, you lasted a day longer than last year's spring break. You know? <laughs> <laughs> The fucking one where they're playing Guitar Hero. Oh my god! And, and he's like, check this out, and starts playing. Uh, what song is it? Isn't he playing Carry On Wayward Son? Uh, something like no, that. No, I thought he was playing. Uh, was it Dragon Force? Was it Through the Fire and Flames? No, no, I no. It was he... In the God of Vita. No, no, I didn't think it was that. I'm pretty sure it was Carry On. As I stand oh, above that is. noise, that could be. Oh, yeah. That is Carry That's... On Wayward Son. Yeah. That is Kansas, okay. yo. Okay. God. Get I love good the one music. where he's playing the fucking heroin game with chasing the dragon. That's, Come catch me. That's like the Guitar yeah. Hero one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> chasing yeah. the dragon. He, he tries to teach him how to play uh, real guitar. Yeah. They're like, that's gay. That was like me as a young kid. Like, I didn't want to learn real guitar. I was like, let me play the fuck out of some Guitar Hero. Yeah. And I still adore it to this day. Real guitar can be fun. My hands are too small, okay? Let's be real. I have to have a child-sized guitar. I'm a midget. Dude, I really do. I can't play notes on the bottom of like the fretboard. It's too wide for I'm my sure tiny. they make tiny hand guitars, too, though. Yeah, they're called child-sized ones. Okay. Well, I was going to say, there's different okay. neck radiuses and designs depending on the company. Jackson is very different than like a Gibson Les Paul. Well, in... What you would need too, because I have big palms but short fingers. So, like, when I was using Bill's bass, um, his action was too high for like my comfort. If I had a bass with a lower action, that would have been probably more suitable too. I'll just play the electric triangle, you know, ting, <laughs> yeah. or cowbell, yeah. Or a skin flute. No, I'm just oh! kidding. <laughs> so I, got, I got a fever, and, and the, the only, only prescription, prescription is, is more cowbell. cowbell. I got to have that cowbell, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's if Bruce fun. Dickinson wants more cowbell. <laughs> we should probably give him more cowbell. To be fair, you speak for us all. To be fair, what's funny about it is no one can agree on actu- who actually recorded the cowbell for Don't Fear the Reaper. Really? Yeah, look it up. There's three we like three different live. people claim that shit, so hmm. that's weird. We may never know. They, they all wanted they to claim it after NSL. SNL. To be fair, wow. dude, 
They were amazing wow. live last that year. That strawberita got to me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's wrap this one up, guys. We get, we're almost at two hours. Now. Yeah. Oh, shit, you might have to edit. No. The last one went up all in one, so. All right, cool. it, should, it should Kay. be fine. Cool. Awesome. Send us away, Vincent. All righty, guys. Well, thank you for listening to us nerds ramble on about life, uh, anime, love, and peace, just like a Trigun. Uh, check out the uh, main show on ComicZone.com and YouTube. also YouTube. Our Go YouTube. YouTube. Go to YouTube. Watch the main show there. Listen to it. Download it. Share it to everybody. Um, and also check out our social media, our uh, Facebook page. We post some funny memes in the show in there, and our Instagram. And I don't know if Mike does TikTok anymore. I think he had enough of that. Well, I mean, I want to, but my computer's fucked, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. So Mike fucked up his computer. It's all his fault. Okay, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, everyone, for listening. It was a pleasure talking with you guys. Keep it black. Keep, Keep it, it black. black. <laughs>